Get After It podcast, where we talk about what it is, but we're more interested in what gets you from the before picture to the after. Joe Ryan is a Marine vet, Brian Gustafson's an Army vet, both from Montana, and they sold cars together 15 years ago. Now they both like talking with people on different topics they're passionate about. Yeah, we do. We do. That's what we like doing. We do it all day. I think it's, I don't think we need to announce, maybe I'm wrong. I, I, I felt weird this morning because uh, our Chamber of Commerce mm-hmm. podcast came out today as we're recording today. This isn't going to come out for another week or so, week and a half. I haven't even started listening yet. I'm going to go home and listen. Okay. So I heard, I heard the intro on that and I'm like, do we have to tell people that we sold cars 15 years ago? In the intro, right? In the intro. I just, no, I don't think so. But I, the reason why it came to mind while I was thinking about what to tell people, like right off about us, like what, what's a couple of little factoids that we could give people that would at least give them an idea of who they're dealing with before they jump into listening to us run our mouths about things. And I thought, well, if they knew we were car salesmen, maybe they'll think, well, they probably got the little nice nice uh, gift of gab as my dad would say you know they'll, they'll be good talkers and they'll be interesting you know and then the veteran thing i don't know maybe <laughs> I, I, uh, am i just trying to get a kudos like a, are we trying to get pats on the back for that oh there's there's so much we could go into with this I mean, because <laughs> because i i as you know I'm, I'm a little shy and when i meet a new person letting them know that i'm a pastor and have been for a decade right not because I'm ashamed but because there's there's connotations especially if someone comes from a a poor religious background where they've been maybe abused or or mistreated right by organized religion I don't want to be affiliated with that you know yeah plus there's like a pastor's fight club you can't talk about it can't talk about it it. (laughs) Uh, and, and so then with car sales same kind of thing. You don't, mm-hmm. you know, you, you don't really want to tell people you're currently selling cars. Oh, no. You don't want to tell them that. That's if it's a past you're... thing, maybe. Sure, sure. But a current, they're like, oh, you're a sleazeball. Like, yeah. that's the first thing that comes out, no matter what kind of a dude you are. Yeah, you can be awesome. And Just I don't, a really good person. I don't feel we're sleazeballs, but possibly a first-time listener is going, I don't want to listen to these sleazeballs. A couple of sleazeballs right here. And then the final thing with the vet, I don't advertise that either because right. I, I'm not trying to get people. Everyone feels as soon as they find out that you're a vet, they need to thank you for yeah. your service. Yeah. Having no idea like what I did, if I've deployed, if I haven't deployed, if I, what branch I was in. And I get it and I appreciate the sentiment. I, I really do. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm thankful every time, but I know it's coming. Right. Because it's just like when someone sneezes, bless you. Bless you. I'm a vet. Thank you. Like, it, it's, it's just that thing. And I'd, I'd rather people get to know me and then they go, oh, I didn't know you were a vet. And then instead of saying thank you for your service, they say, oh, what was your MOS? You know, what was your job? Oh, yeah. So that's a cool it, conversation. You know, something like that. I, I go the other way with it. Because, okay. um, well, I, I used to be like that, very much like that. But but it was because I was a little bit more clean cut, a little bit more like I looked like I was in the military. I mm. was, you know, a good looking, uh, not good, I mean, just in shape, sort of <laughs> short haircut, clean shaven guy. I was very handsome. I, I used to be very handsome is what I'm saying. <laughs> Topless model. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then I grew my hair out and um, I stopped, stopped working out too much and uh, grew a beard. And, um, you know, I, I look like, um, 
people tell me I look like a hippie. You know, people are like, oh, look at this hippie. You know, so I get, I would get that a lot. And so I would actually offer up that I was a vet, but not just a vet. I was in the Marine Corps. I, I would find myself doing that a lot to, mm. to just like qualify myself, you know, amongst other people who thought I was just some, some beatnik. Yeah, some, some sandal wearing hippie. Some, some, yeah, some, some, whatever you call them, traveling traveling person that doesn't shower a lot or I don't know what I'm trying to say but I was like no I'm I mean yeah I look like that but I, I also serve my country bro yeah and that would come out of me just like right then so yeah maybe I mean well as, as you mentioned like you, you don't want to say that you were a vet just for the fact I mean I'm sure there's people out there that do that but just for oh, the sure. fact to say yeah I want the accolades I want somebody to, to yeah. praise me now for what I've done. Yeah. Most people that got in the military, oh, I don't want to put a huge blanket on it like that, but a lot of people that got in the military, myself, maybe you included, I didn't do it for, quote unquote, the right reasons. Okay. Right? Like that, that I want to fight for freedom. I want to be this, you know, G.I. Joe, American hero, mm-hmm. that picture. I did it because at the time I was working at Burger King. Uh, 18 years old 19 years old and my girlfriend got pregnant mm-hmm. and I'm like oh, I think it costs money when a baby is born more than I have now <laughs> way more than I have now and I, I don't want my son like to go to school someday and say my dad's a Burger King worker yeah. there's nothing wrong with people yeah. that are in food service no offense but for you but, but for, for you. me personally that's just not what what I wanted mm-hmm. um and so I was like, well, I guess the military, because I don't have time to go to college before he <laughs> enters this world. You know, I, I don't have. And right. that's why I joined. It then ends up like morphing into the camaraderie and, oh, yeah. and part of like you, you really fall into that. Like, I love yeah. freedom. I love America. I love, you know, oh, yeah. America. Uh, it does. It does morph into that. But I, I, I have to tell you that like that's not what I got in. I got in because I wanted I wanted the, the paycheck and I wanted health insurance. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I wanted uh, free college. I wanted. Um, oh, the main thing is I wanted the uniform. Oh yeah. Have you seen the Marine mm-hmm. the Marine Corps Blues uniform? Yeah, yeah. And the crazy thing about this and and this is going to be um coming up in future episodes. So this is a little Easter egg for people. Um the the um the the fact that I went into the Marine Corps and was really doing it because like, you know, you see those Marine Corps Blues, they got those blue pants with a red stripe going down the side. Yeah. And that black whatever coat and then with a white hat and then the gold everywhere and I actually made it to E4 or corporal, which means that I can actually, I'm one of the only enlisted men that rates a sword. So when I'm in my uniform and I want to wear my blues, which I've never worn before, I could also wear a sword that I have earned. And that to me is just so cool, but yet I never did it. And so in the Marines, did they call it a sword or was it a saber? You know, you know, you're probably, I don't remember. Um, they, if I, maybe I'm not when, trying to call you out. I'm maybe just... when I was in boot camp, it was like, oh, maybe it's a saber. But I think it, most of the time they referred to it as, um, especially mine was the NCO sword. So the non-commissioned officer sword. Uh-huh. Regular officers are commissioned officers, if you didn't know that. Um, I know you knew that, but for our listeners. Um, but when I looked at that sword, because I was, I was getting this idea, um, because, and we couldn't even share this with the listeners too. I went to Volta with you and did a workout, which is basically oh, yeah. a... 
Uh, if you're not familiar with Volta, because they just changed their name a couple of years ago, uh, it used to be a CrossFit place. Yeah, so, a 406 CrossFit, I think yeah. is what they were called. So basically, I went there and I was like, um, I, I was like, this is much like boot camp military. Like, you just do more push ups than you can do, and then you do that five more times and then you pick five exercises and you kind of do that thing and it's kind of cool i like the camaraderie and i am going to be back i'm going to do it again on wednesday but that's another story okay i um oh shoot what was even the point of this story i got i got lost because of that you got excited about volta excited about volta because i was like oh yeah i'm gonna do oh so this is the uniform and so when i was thinking about um so I, i went to volta and i'm thinking about getting back in shape and i thought to myself okay I will invest in this Volta. I'm going to give them six months of my money for their for their whatever membership dues, and I'm and I've got the idea that I think I can get back into Marine Corps shape, into um, uniform regulations, yeah. Um, in order to then reward myself by getting my first ever pair of Marine Corps blues, yeah. And if I do that, I'm just, I'd already told my wife, like, I'm, I'm going to have to get a sword. I've never been that guy with a sword on his wall. I don't like knives, but I'm like, I'm 40 now. I guess maybe it's a midlife crisis. I'm trying to get back into shape. I'm like, I was a Marine once and I, yeah. <laughs> I want to, I just want to put that uniform on, shave my nasty face, get a haircut and like take some pictures and be like, yeah, remember this, this is something. And there's another part of that that I'm not going to share. But it, but it's going to be a before and after part of this. So, so the easy before and before and after part of this that I, we're gonna um, I'm going to be keeping track of this. I've taken uh, some pictures, and I'm going to share this with our Instagram or however we want to share it around. Once I'm mm-hmm. kind of done, mm-hmm. hopefully I've hopefully I've done so um, successfully, and I don't have a, a story of failure for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it'll take like eh, in the next three months, maybe six months. Um, we'll have some cool pictures. I will, uh, my goal is to get back into Marine Corps shape and then reward myself by getting my first ever pair of Marine Corps blues. And if you know what those are, you know that that is a huge big deal. Um, And also I'm gonna get myself my first ever um, non-commissioned officer sword just so I can have a full, um, the full uniform. And I mean, there's gonna be other benefits and cool things that that are gonna be uh, coming because of that. But one of the major ones that I'm kind of excited about is I'd like to see my wife, I'd like my wife to see me in this uniform because Mm -hmm. she's never seen me in uniform. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, we were not together when I was in the military, so. I think it's it's a key, I'm gonna gonna tie on with that last part there. I think it's key if if you're married to always be trying to impress your spouse. Yeah, yes. Always. I think yes, you're right. I am, uh, I'm like I need to be more attractive. If I'm if I'm speaking on a Sunday at a church and my wife's not there, like I'm just I'm just then speaking. But if she's there, after I make a funny statement or you know, uh, 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 you know the the key point in in whatever I'm talking about, I look at her. Yeah. Because like that's the and when she's in the room, it's the only opinion I care about. Yep. I want to impress her. I still want to go on dates. I still want to. Mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't deserve this woman. I need to make every opportunity possible to make yeah. her feel like I'm, I'm worthy. I don't even know how that makes sense, but no. I mean, yeah. that, that's a good way to. Um, that's a good way to be. Even if it's like you know how people are like, well, it's not true. You're, you're good enough. And blah blah blah. Well, that's the wrong mindset. See, because <laughs> yeah. I want to get up and like I want to be rocking that T-shirt because I went to the gym and I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm concerned with how I look to my significant other. I want her to continue to be attracted, attracted to me as I am attracted to her. Right. And it's just not fair if I'm yeah. just going to get all unattractive and then, you know. 
Well, she married me. She's yeah. gonna stick with me. She's I'm not to impress anyone she's anymore. She's on the dotted line. I, I think it's appropriate for us at this point to address the mini elephants in the room. The mini hooting. And I'm not trying to be insulting towards all the people that are around us. No, no. Let's say let's kind of find a better metaphor. The uh, the mini, um, the mini cacophonous little puppies. <laughs> Is cacophonous the right word I was looking for? I wanted to be like a. I've never, I, I've never heard that word. If Melanie, if you're listening, I'm trying to use cacophonous. <laughs> so we can try to improve our vocabulary. Okay, so the first shirt that ever comes out for the Get After It podcast is going to say, "Don't be cacophonous, cacophonous with me." Don't be a cacophonous little puppy. <laughs> If, if that's the right word, I think it's like a commotion causing or like noises making. Okay. 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 Let's All right. It. Let's address it. All right. So we we right now are in hot hives. H a u t e. Right. Mm-hmm. When you messaged me about this yesterday, you spelled it H o t. I never so heard of it. I thought I, that's what it was. I googled H o t, and came up with nothing. I honestly thought we were going to be meeting at a salon. Okay, so with hot hives, we in our podcast we talked about honey tasting, and I'm like, oh, did maybe I miss too. something? Are we going to a honey place? Like a Is honey? there a honey place in Great Falls? But we're here because if you if you heard us in uh, the podcast that literally came out today with with Shane from the Great Falls Chamber of Area Chamber of Commerce, mm-hmm. we talked about business for breakfast. Yes, and we decided to join um, without even being invited properly or being members of the chamber because Shane is just super nice and said, why don't you guys come and try it out and see what you think. And, and he's not here. And he is stuck in Florida. So good luck, Shane. Uh, we heard that there's some poor weather keeping you there and grounded your flame, ground, grounded, keep, kept your plane from taking off from Florida. So, you know, get get out of there. We don't want you to become a Florida man in the news. Florida man trying to get home. Yeah, we need you back in Great Falls. Great <laughs> Falls needs you. So this but place, there's, oh, go ahead. I was going to say when I got here, um, the cool thing about this place, even, even though it's not, um, a beehive place and it's not a salon which I thought it was um, it is honey and bee themed which themed. makes yep. sense so well, there's a there's a honeycomb right here yeah there's little candles everywhere yeah. uh, oh it's a candle yeah. oh my goodness I didn't even notice isn't yeah. that something yeah so um, and this is one of those places you may have seen on TV lately um, the news has been kind of covering the um, what do you call these uh, business um, shared business building where um, it, lots of different people can come in here and there's like pla- there's places just literally everywhere uh, for you to sit down, plug in, get your laptop going. Or there's even offices to rent if you want to have an executive suite or a semi-private office or whatever you got. They're basically here for people to want to um, use on a temporary basis or hey, as long as you want. They've got daily rates, they've got weekly rates, monthly rates, and it's all just for new businesses or businesses traveling through that need a place to set up shop and don't want to pay all that weird overhead. Yeah, yeah. And, and so she, she gave a little introduction this morning as to, you know, I, I thought if I was going to start a business... You, you you start worrying about all these things. Where am I going to find office space? Where am I going to get a, you know what desk and chair? And I've got to find somebody to help me move it in. If you're just starting a business on your own, you know maybe finance. Maybe you wanted to help people invest, and you think you have it figured out better than any of the other investment companies. But now you've got to yeah get office space, get a telephone line in there, get a copier, get a fax machine, get a computer. Yeah. They don't have computers here. You got to bring your own computer. But there's internet. There's there's phone lines. There's desks. Like and there's then and then your own like essentially private room 
They have, uh, I think for safety, it's their clear doors, you know, they're, they're clear. There's windows, yeah. you know, into, uh, into each of the offices, but you can just go in there, um, and, and have your own private, private office. And then there's yeah. also semi, semi private offices down at the end of the hall. Mm-hmm. And we're in a co, well, they call it a co-working space. Oh, I just saw the signs. Yeah. And there's a sign right here, a co-working space where you could come and just have a, like, this would be a great place to just have a little meeting. I'm going gra- to, I'm going to grab the sign. Okay. Grab the sign. But you can come here and just have like a, a if you needed to have like a business meeting, um, this would be super easy to have a, a professional environment and, and not, yeah. And, and not be like meeting in a restaurant or something like you could meet here and, and yeah. you're not going to be bugged, but you're going to also look professional. <laughs> not going to be bugged. It's a B, it's a B theme. <laughs> it's a B theme. <laughs> okay, so I'll read you this. Um, here's a little flyer sitting on every one of these little um, co-working space tables that we are currently city- seated at. And so it just tells us that this is the hot hive co-working space. Executive offices, semi-private and open concept. Um, open workspace on the second floor. I guess that's what we're in. There's elevator stair access. There's printer access. Uh, supplies and processing center. I wonder if those are for sale. You just go to like, you know, just give me a paperclip. I'm not, I'm not sure. You'll have to find out. Um, guest secure sure Wi-Fi. That'd be awesome. Um, access to the main floor phone booths. Okay. I haven't seen those. Um, there's coffee and refreshments. Hey, I don't know if they keep that brewing all day. Maybe there's just a Keurig. They, they, they might. <laughs> Who knows? Okay. There's a second floor kitchen. That's kind of cool if you want to make some food or get some. Right back over there. There yep. you go. And there's a 20% discount on the main floor conference rooms and also 20% discounts on the event room, which I have not seen. So there might That be might be room. where we were at. That makes sense. And that, so we're that right might on, be the event room. And we're right on Central, 721 Central, right where um, Rod's Music and Sound used to be. And it's moved down. It's on the f- one way now. It's yeah, down it's by on the, the one gymnastics way. Um, business. Yeah. 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 So um, I'm impressed. I walked in here. I was like, whoa, because I bought my first guitar in this building when I was 26. Oh, wow. Yeah, very first one ever. Gary, who retired just a year or two ago, plays with the Melissa Lynn band still. Not retired at all. He old codger. Love you. Um, and, um, yeah, he showed me, how to, showed me how to hold my first guitar in this building. And now here I am, you know, recording a podcast in this. What I'm going to call schwanky sh- or bougie. Very high-end surroundings. It's no longer just a kind of a, just a rake I would call a regular looking building with a you know there was a bookstore and uh, just a, a music store and then maybe some I don't know rooms up here for something maybe music lessons but now with this is like a very you um, you might you might think that you're in LA or in uh, right New York or yeah, you something get you get transported out of Great Falls to <laughs> yeah. not Great Falls I don't there's, know how to say that there's so many like chandeliers. You see this big chandelier over here? This one? That's a chandelier. I don't see it. Maybe there's not a lot of chandeliers, but there's just like these lights over us make me feel like it's a chandelier. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm saying that there's a lot of chandeliers. There's not. There's just, this place looks so nice. As if <laughs> you, even if you only see the one chandelier, it feels like there's a lot. I feel like I'm it's, in... It's, it's super professional, super clean. I'm like surrounded in, in, in niceness and chandeliers. Like I'm getting a chandelier hug. And I don't know if it's coming through. I'm taking a couple pictures, just as as always. But in in the background of our podcast art, you'll see the chandelier. 
Um, oh yeah, you'll let you'll see. You'll, you'll see like, it in the back. Like you know what? He's right. That place does look swanky. Yeah, it's super super swanky. Uh, okay. People people have been really nice, and the idea of business for breakfast is we we come up and have breakfast. And what what would you call that? Like a Cisco? I feel like that's like a Cisco. Mm. Is that what they call a Cisco? Uh, as far as the food that was catered yeah, in, I yeah. don't, you know, I'm not sure. Sometimes I'm not sure who maybe did it. Maybe this place bought some food and had it catered, and usually it's by one of the local businesses. But mm-hmm. I'm not sure who did it this morning. That kind of looked like a Sam's Club spread with some sandwiches, it, some it, baked. Yeah, that's fries. what I'm trying to. It's like what? The, what is that sandwich? It had like oh. egg, egg on it. Um, no, bacon, oh, you're cheese. Saying, is it a Monte Cristo? Or Monte Crisco. Is that what I was thinking of? Yeah, you're thinking of that. But I don't think it's one of those. But it's I think those a, are fried. What is a Monte Crisco when it's not? Is it just a Crisco? I don't know if that's a word. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it, 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 it was just a, a good breakfast sandwich. I think sourdough. Sourdough yeah, bread. Nice, nice sourdough bread. Cheese, yep. bacon. Bacon, but what I liked is there was bacon, but then also some some other like ham and meat. Yep. You know, yep. <laughs> two types of pig. Two types of pork, yeah. Oh, there's something about that. And uh, it's making me, um, it did hit the spot because all I had was a protein shake this morning. Oh, I had nothing this morning. I still cannot basically walk right. I was actually, after that, after the workout on Friday, we're going back to the I, I, I want to go back to the workout. So we went back. So after the after the CrossFit workout, I was happy that I was, I made it through, mm-hmm. but I did most of the exercises assisted, like push-ups on your knees, like pull-ups with a band helping you, like a big rubber band helping you. Yeah, um, not, not, but, there wasn't an orchestra or no, anything. But I was, I was happy to, that I had finished and I was like, okay, I got through a workout without having to go puke and then sit down and put my head under water, which is what I was assuming would happen. That was good. Um, and then I went home and I made a protein shake. I was like, oh, I've got protein shake fixins. This is good news. Yeah. And so I chia seeds, protein, banana, peanut butter. I mean, I put a bunch of good stuff in there. I took that shake and I promptly went to sleep. And I was like, oh, time for a nap. Okay. This is fun. I mean, I don't always have time for that. But this day, it was a Friday, and I didn't have any shows that day, I don't think. Oh, maybe I did. No, I didn't. Oh, I did. I had a show later on that day. Anyways, okay. So, on with the story. I get up (laughs) after three hours. I make another protein shake. I drink that shake. Same way. And I go back to sleep for about another three hours. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I was so tired. I was... I didn't know where I was. I was like, where the whole time, like, where am I? And then I realized I had to do this show uh, at around 4 or 5 p.m. at the band shell in front of actual people. Yeah, like, yeah. real people that are going to be watching. And what, t- what time is it right now? Um, so I was, when I realized that I still had to do this show, I think it was like 2 p.m. And I was like, oh, no. And so... <laughs> And so I made up a batch of our Get After It coffee, mm-hmm. which I have notes on, mm-hmm. good and bad. Okay, excellent. But, but for this day, all good because it woke me up. I was, I, I got some energy in me. I did go. I set up some gear, carried it over there to the band shell in Gibson Park here in Great Falls. <coughs> and I, um, I did go ahead and play a show where I played a couple songs with a, um, a guitar, uh, backed up a couple people on bass, and then God help me. I, I did some cajon work, which is you sit on a drum and mm-hmm. you kind of, you beat on the front of the drum kind of between your legs. If you've never seen a cajon before, you're sitting on this thing. And so my arms were already tired. And I'm thinking to myself, why am I doing this? This is probably dumb. <clears throat> so the next morning, 
when I wake up and I can't move my arms and my yeah <laughs> and my shoulders hurt and like there's muscles in your armpits I didn't know about <laughs> like in like directly in your armpit right. that are just right there and right. They, they hurt when yeah. you use them. Um, I, I spent I spent most of the weekend just trying not to move as much <laughs> as I could. I was like, oh, this is fun. I might have got out for like a beer, you yeah. know. I might have yeah. done some errands, but not much got done. Um, and then on Monday, because I after like the second I got home, I decided this is what I'm doing. I'm I'm not gonna be a week about this because this kicked my butt. But I'm gonna be like, no, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask for more of that. I'm uh-huh, going gonna, gonna to uh-huh. put myself through that again. Yeah. Um, and then through all the weekend, I'm still trying to talk myself into it. But like, no, you got it. I mean, you still want to do this, right? I mean, this hurts, but I mean, you're going to do it. So on Monday, which was yesterday, yesterday, I decided, well, it's been a few days and I don't want to waste because I don't want to go back to Volta and do another workout until maybe tomorrow, Wednesday. Uh-huh. But I thought, I don't want to be that, my, I don't want to have that be my second workout. I want to do something in between to try to still be building, you know, to get my body thinking, hey man, don't don't start getting, don't don't start getting lazy again. You right. got to you got to start building muscle because we're doing something. We don't know what yet. We're doing something. Yeah. And so I did. Um, I have a fifty pound kettlebell, which is my smallest kettlebell I own. Actually, my wife owns a ten pound kettlebell, which I will have to use maybe later on. Yeah. But I picked up my fifty pound kettlebell, and after a w- nice little warm up. I did 100 swings, not right in a row. It was like 10, and then you did 10 until I got to, and the last 30 were past my, you know, failure rate or whatever. You feel that you're like, "Uh uh-oh, my legs are jelly. But but then I still did the 30, so I felt like, okay, I got it actually kind of similar to a CrossFit workout at home. You know what I mean? Just to keep me keep me ready, and 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 I had my protein shake. And I was feeling good, but then coming up the stairs here, I nearly fell down because <laughs> even a hundred kettlebell swings, I mean, that's, yeah. that's tough. I mean, yeah, I've never done that many before. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Oh, there's right. so many things that, that I want to interject here, but uh, I was there on Fridays at Volta. It's partner workout day. So Joe yes. and I got to work out together. That was kind of by design. I, yes. I wanted to make it not just kind of feel alone and... Uh, and so, yeah, we did the partner workout. This workout consisted of, if you're a workout type person and want to know what it consisted of, we there's a thing called an air assault bike. And it's essentially a, a stationary bike, but your arms move as well. A big fan for the front wheel. It's, it's one of the best cardio machines on the market. You know, um, it's definitely a CrossFit type um, workout machine, but, uh, we had to do back and forth. Uh, you, you just do a certain amount of calories. And so we did back and forth up to a hundred calories. And then we had to do the, the workout, which was five pull-ups, 10 push-ups, 15 air squats and or weightless squats, basically. Yeah. 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 Air squats just, yeah, just means no weight, just body weight. And you're just essentially just squatting. Um, if you're in the Middle East, it's exactly how you use the bathroom. Yes. You know, you just you just squat down to the ground, go back up, squat down to the ground, go back up. And you're like, oh, well, that doesn't seem like that bad. But when you do that cycle and then while you're going, I'm just watching uh-huh. and then I go and it's called you go, I go, I think is what they, they call it. Uh-huh. Um, we, so we did that and we just it, it just felt like, well, it wasn't going to end. The, right. the time cap for this was 30 minutes. You just get as much done in that 30 minutes as you can. Uh-huh. And yeah, we definitely hit the time cap. Uh-huh. There were other people that got way further than we did. Uh-huh. Um, 
we don't have to mention any names or anything like that, but there were, there were people that definitely, you know, got a little further than us, but there was a few times, and I don't know if you noticed, uh, but the instructor that day, his name is Brooks, and he's going to be on the podcast coming up soon. We're okay. going to record that podcast this week. Brooks came by a few times just to check in on you oh. v- via me, and I don't know if you noticed. Not really. But yeah, he just came over and he's like, hey, how's, how's it going? Uh-huh. Okay, hey, maybe, you know, do this, do this. You're giving some pointers to make sure that your first workout didn't, yeah, just like you said, you're throwing up in the bathroom and, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> you know, whatever. Because you, you've got to, there's, there's no sense in trying to push and be something that you're not like the getting the form correct and and doing the workout to the best of your ability every time is just what you need to do and if the best of your ability is what did you say push-ups on your knees we did raised elevated push-ups is what it was on a, on a box right well then you just do that because that's how you get better uh-huh. you're not going to get better forcing yourself and and hurting yourself and throwing up like you're uh-huh. just not going to so i i feel joe you did really well you did not seem like you were going to have a weekend of two, you know, a day of two naps and then the next day trying to move your arms. You, you seemed like you handled it really well. And I don't know if it was a facade, it was a facade. Or, if, or if just at that time you didn't realize. Oh, no, 100 percent facade. I, oh, was, yeah. I was like, don't show weakness. In front of these people. <laughs> just maintain. And then I even I remember at some point, I think it was that day. It, 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 so at some point I, I know I got out of the house. Because yeah. I remember, I think I saw Brooks, but I couldn't turn my neck over <laughs> and I didn't want to try waving at him yeah. and spill my beer or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And, and so like, I was just there like talking to the owner or whatever, doing, you know, having a little meeting or whatever. And I was just like in the, oh my God, you know, that sort of where you're, you, nothing, everything is fuzzy around you. You're just thinking about how much everything kind of hurts and you're like, just stay upright until I get you home. You're t- I'm just, I talk to my body, you know, like just yep. get me home and I'll, I'll be nice to you, I swear. Yeah. So yeah, I think I had one beer and I saw Brooks and I wanted to say something like, hey, thanks, that was awesome. Let's talk about some of this. But nope, I had no energy for any interaction whatsoever. So maybe I'll t- maybe I'll say hi to him and say, hey, did you see me at the thing? And how did I look? Did I look? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was out and about and I, and I probably walked out under my own power. But uh, that's 100% of the energy I had left. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I had this, I had this uh, really big uh, stigma against CrossFit. Uh, there's like a, man, there's so many stigmas that go with anything, right? So we've talked about vets, we've talked about pastors, we've talked, you know, there's, there's all these stigmas that go with it. So CrossFit, there's a certain type of person that Mm -hmm. pops into your head. That's a CrossFit person. Like a bro. Yeah. They, they never wear their shirt. They take way too many selfies. Um, um, not uh, this, this is, this is a joke, but they have two protein shakes a day, <laughs> you know, like, like, like that's the dude and he, he talks yeah. like this and it's like, yeah, bro. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah. What's up, brother? Well, yeah, yeah. I got to lift on my truck, bro. <laughs> you, <laughs> which, which direction to the gym, you know? And, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I mean, these are stereotypes, obviously. And, and so it took me a, a year of working out on my own until I finally came to, to Volta, and um, I was invited by one of the guys. You haven't met him yet. I'll introduce you someday to Wyatt. Um, shout out Wyatt if you're listening. He just lives down the road from me, and he was kind of new in town. I met him at the archery range, and he's like, oh, what gym do you go to? Oh, you should try this gym. And I was right in the the start looking for new gyms kind of mode. Okay. And, and so then I ended up at Volta. And, and I have to say, every stigma that I thought with CrossFit 
what was essentially wrong. Um, you know, I used to think that it was, oh, it's bad for your joints because they're doing some of these crazy things. They focus so much on stretching and, and making sure you have proper form so you don't hurt your joints. Yeah. Right. Like, and, uh, and yeah, and it's, it's trying to get a good workout in a short amount of time. Yeah. That's literally it. I used to spend an hour and a half at the gym and not get as good of a workout as I get now. Sometimes in just 15 minutes, we'll warm up for a really long time. Uh We'll work out for like maybe 15. And then the cool down is like way longer than even the workout was. Right. Like, Uh, like it's just this high intensity, get it done. Yeah. You know, get after it kind of thing. And so I really like it. And I'm glad, I'm glad you tried it. I'm glad you're going to try it again. Uh, We didn't scare you away or, or anything like that. Oh no, I'm scared. Just not away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and I think that's a healthy scared. Yeah, that's I'm, a healthy scared. I'm nervous. I want to do good. It, 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 it brought up in me the competitive nature in me, but in a good way. You know, like yeah. there's no award. It's just I'm, I want to compete against myself. Like so. Oh, I'm, that's exactly I'm it. I'm like, oh dang, that that was kind of fun. But I feel like every you know I saw other people like having to do assisted stuff too. But then there were people who didn't at all, and I was like, yep. wow. These people don't have to have any assistance. Maybe I could get there one day. That, and that's that's totally the point of it, is you can look around the room and go, oh, they got through it, but at some point they had to be where I started. Yeah. You know, nobody's born being able to do 100 pull-ups. You know, you've got to work at it. And yeah. at some point you have to do 50 of them, you know, banded. Yeah. You know, and, and in order to get there. I didn't want to make this like a, a fitness podcast. I really did want to talk about your your day your morning at at volta and the whole goal is actually uh there's a there's a podcast coming out on the volta podcast yeah and it's mainly just like they don't like advertise it or anything like that but you can find it on spotify or apple Podcasts or whatever volta nation or something i can't remember what it's called um they they do a a 10 minute 15 minute podcast with whoever is the member of the month and i'm the member of the month for august hey hey uh not in a a braggy way. I have no idea why I'm the member of the month or what it takes to become a member of the month. But apparently, whatever it is, I did. It's a random choice. Yeah. That's cool. It could just be they put all the names in a hat and pull one out, and you, you're the member of the month. And they just want to feature and let people know each other because it is about community. Mm-hmm. And uh, so anyway, I'm going to do that podcast. But right afterwards, we're going to record a podcast with Brooks. We'll get down to the nitty gritty. And in that one, we will talk about fitness and, and some things like that. But Brooks does some other cool things. He loves he's he loves fishing. Okay. I don't know if you heard me on Friday. Mm-hmm. Every Friday, I ask him and his wife, where are you going fishing? Uh-huh. You know, for the weekend, because it, the answer is usually this place, right? And uh-huh. this was the first weekend, which it, is probably why you did see Brooks, uh-huh. is because it's the first weekend since I've been going to Volta, they haven't been going fishing oh. for the weekend. And so we could talk to him about fishing. Uh, he also owns uh, a marketing company business uh, where he helps with like digital marketing and stuff like that. And then he owns he owns Volta. Uh-huh. Wow. And so we'll, we'll, we'll talk to him about how he got after it. And we'll, we'll get into the, the fitness realm there. This weekend, after, after that workout, I went and uh, it's antelope archery opener was this weekend. Opening weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, there we go. A, there's a town that is about an hour east of Great Falls called Stanford, Montana. Love that place. And I stay in the Sundown Motel. I've also stayed there. Quick note, um, there's also a Guitars of Montana music store. The one just like in Great Falls in Stanford, Montana. The owner is actually from Stanford. Oh my goodness. I think his first name is Bing. Okay. <laughs> and I, I didn't think there was anything in Stanford. There's there's like a grocery store, a gas station, a couple bars. One of them is called the Watering Hole. We got invited to. 
I uh, played the, at the, the watering I, hole. I think I played at the wagon something, the wagon roof, the wagon top in, or I don't know. Anyways, I played it there. Anyways, you stayed at the Sundown Inn, which was amazing. Yeah, and and I, I, it's it's not very expensive. It's hot this time of year when antelope archery season opens up, and so it's nice to stay in an air conditioned hotel motel. Uh, and my wife and I is kind of like a, a little vacation. I think you and I talked about this off air. It's it's so nice not to have responsibility. Oh yeah. When you're a parent, we have four girls in our house right now. There's always laundry. There's always dishes. There's dogs that need to be taken for walks and, and the yard needs to be watered and mowed and taken care of. And the garage needs to be cleaned and this needs to be vacuumed. Like, there's always responsibility. Even if you're having a lazy weekend, there's mm-hmm. stuff to do. Ugh. And so I love taking my wife, getting her away from the house. There's still going to be dishes when we get home. There's still going to be laundry. There's still going to be, you know, all these things. Mm-hmm. But while you're out there, you don't think about it. And so I, I do enjoy hunting. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. The main point of when antelope season opens up is for my wife and I to have like a, a, a night or two just away from everything and, and escape. And so that we accomplished that. A, a few n- notes of interest from the weekend is I lost my favorite knife. Uh, was it a SOG? An SOG? It was a Montana Knife Company knife. Dang, even worse. Um, yeah, and so Josh Smith, I'm next, this coming up weekend, I am going to uh, go down for a forging weekend. They're having vets come in and teach them how to forge knives. It's the knife I had from them. They, do, they only do limited releases. They're not cheap knives, but they are amazing. I only have one good knife. It's my K-Bar. Remember, oh, remember K-Bars? Yeah, I remember K-Bars. Mm, yeah. Yeah, they're nice. And so anyway, I, I lost the knife. We ended up walking. So I have this app called Onyx Map. And you can, when you get out of the truck, you can hit track. And it'll follow your steps. And it'll little, make little dots on the map, the digital map, where you go. And so we get all the way back to the truck, and I noticed the knife isn't in the sheath. And it was on a backpack my wife was wearing. Uh So she feels guilt, right? Because the knife's not there. It has to be her fault. She was wearing the backpack. Uh Not her fault. Like, it's fine. Uh, So we backtracked the three and a half miles that we had just walked looking for antelope, chasing antelope. Didn't find the knife. So we went to the previous spot where we had gotten out. Maybe we didn't notice that we lost the knife in the previous spot. Did another half mile mile something like that Mm -hmm. didn't see the knife went back to the hotel didn't see the knife and so the knife's gone um so lost my knife i think i did about 12 miles or so uh a few stalks on on antelope and uh it wasn't until yesterday afternoon that i finally actually got close to a few Mm -hmm. i shared on my personal instagram i was within 86 yards at one point which is pretty hard to do with antelope and then another point I, I didn't share, but I got to about 30 yards, but it wasn't an antelope I could shoot. Oh. Um, so I got within range one time. It's probably took me about eight different stocks to get that. It's, they're, they're tough animals. They're, yeah. They're tough. And you got to low crawl and it's hot and it's dusty and mm-hmm. pokey things in the ground. And um, uh, the ones that got to 86 yards, the reason I ruined that stock is I got bit by an ant. Uh, like in my side I was like laying on the ground hiding from them there's just uh-huh. not a bunch of stuff to hide behind and so it's just like a foot tall uh-huh. stubble in the field that I'm like laying down behind and an ant was like ooh you look tasty and so I like and I, I jumped a little bit and they were like we see you now <laughs> we saw that <laughs> we're not coming any closer um <laughs> So anyway, yeah, the weekend was great. Uh, I'm not going to get into a whole bunch of hunting stories or anything like that. Uh, my, I texted uh, my eldest daughter, uh, biological daughter, 
And I just, I just did a random like, hey, love you. Uh-huh. You know, hope things are going well. She's holding down the house while my wife and I are gone. Yeah. And she's like, love you too. How's the weekend? And here's my response to her that I want to share with everyone else is uh, lost my favorite knife, put on a bunch of miles, haven't gotten an antelope, but your mom's hot. So the weekend's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Yep. And, and so I just got to spend some great time with my wife and I recommend to anyone. Um, yeah. If you just be inspired, take out your spouse, enjoy time with them, get, get away from responsibility mm-hmm. and, and just uh, truly, truly relax. It may not sound relaxing to walk in 98 degree weather, uh, crawling around and stuff like that, but it was, it was for me. Yeah. For you too. You too have your thing. Yeah, you we know? do. We do. For my wife and I, we had date night last night. Yeah. Mm. And I was still, you know, feeling like a pile of, um, you know, stuff that you don't want to be feeling <laughs> like. And so, um, and she was feeling kind of tired too. So I was like, well, well, maybe we'll stay in. And I had gotten some steaks a few days before. I got some steaks a few days before. And I also, um, I got some brownie fixins. And so um, I highly recommend everyone go to tasty.com and just look up the best brownie recipe ever. And so it's on tasty.com. So I'm following a recipe. I didn't Is make this the recipe up. you sent me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, okay. I, I, videoed, I like to video myself. Uh, <laughs> I even clipped together a little video of myself um, making these brownies. I got that video. Because it's just so, I don't know. If you like cooking, it's very satisfying to, it is. to make these brownies. Because you take two of these really, I don't know, really expensive, but, you know, really nice um, 60% dark chocolate candy bars that are just dark chocolate. And you cut two of these things up. And you put espresso beans, like a, a little tablespoon of espresso beans, and then some um, some Dutch chocolate. So the Hershey's chocolate powder, they have the special dark stuff that's kind of like this Dutch stuff. So you put a little bit of that in there, and then you melt butter over that, and then you make this chocolate awesomeness. Mm-hmm. And then you take the six eggs and the sugar and the, the brown sugar, and you beat that for about 10 minutes. And so it's the 10 minute beating that puts this, and when you're done doing that, it looks like pancake batter, you know, with all these bubbles. And then you, my favorite part is pouring in the hot, slightly cooled chocolate into the pancake batter and mixing it in. There's not many things that are cooler than that. I mean, it's, it's, you feel like, you feel like you're on TV and you're one of those French chefs that's talking about chocolate and the science behind it. I don't know any of that, but you feel so good when you're doing it. And then you put it in the oven. You bake it for a while, and then you um, you have to take it out halfway through just to smack it on the counter. And, and the smacking is so important because if you don't smack, it won't become as fudgy and perfect in the middle. So the perfect brownie is kind of kind of crispy. You know how to, you know how to cor- a corner piece is? Like a corner piece brownie is just always the best. I mean, if you know anything about brownies. Every one of these pieces is a corner piece because the top and bottom are just kind of perfectly mm-hmm. crackly and oh, crumbly. And then oh, yeah. as you get towards the middle, it almost almost gets to a liquid yeah. right in the middle. But yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. And it's just like the perfectly, it's the perfect brownie. And, and then to eat one and then to have the perfect chocolate and the perfect consistency. That's what we do. You know, we did that and I, I made up some steaks and some, uh, uh, what's those little tiny cabbages? Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. I call them tiny cabbages. What's it? They look like <laughs> tiny cabbages. <laughs> okay, we, we can't skip over the corner piece of brownies. Do, do uh, I love that. corner pieces so much mm-hmm. that for the last birthday, my grandma got me a gift. She has a lot of grandkids. Okay. Normally would just send dollars or whatever. She sent me an all corners 
brownie pan. What is that? And so it looks just like a maze. <laughs> the pan looks like a maze. Okay. And that means that makes every single brownie a corner piece. A corner piece. Um, and there's there's a the huge battle between corner and middle, right? Yeah. That it's it's uh, the the battle of good and evil. Mm-hmm. I just need to put it out there. You are on the evil side if you're middle. Okay. <laughs> you're a bad person. Yeah. The the good people <laughs> like. The corner pieces, the edge yeah. pieces. The people that appreciate life and understand what's important. Yeah. If you're a middle piece person, Mm-mm. you probably, I mean, you might have somebody in your basement that doesn't want to be there. Um, or you have certain deep, dark inclinations where you, yeah, you, you abuse your house plants you might explore that one day if you were pushed like that's yeah it's in you yeah huh. but but the corner piece people like they help homeless dogs mm. they donate um 50 of their profits uh, to, to good causes strange babies smile at them yeah in, in airports yeah if there's a car accident they're the first one on the scene they are always the first and second responder mm-hmm yeah, middle piece, they, they drive by. They don't even get out of the car. Yeah. They're looking like, loose. Oh, this is ruining my day. They slow down and make traffic more dangerous <laughs> for everybody just to see the accident. Hey, kids, look at this. <laughs> so now you all know, you all know that uh, corner piece is where it's at. Lines have been drawn. I had another <laughs> random thought. Okay. And I, I wanted to make sure I, I didn't forget this. And I almost did until I talked about, uh, I, I can't remember what I talked about. But, oh, yeah, I was talking about the temperature antelope hunting hot hot it was 98 degrees Ooh. uh this this weekend and so last night um we actually had to come back early and I, I dropped my wife off at the house and she took some kids to the the doctor's a doctor's appointment and so i went out just kind of close to town to kind of finish out my antelope weekend and yeah at one point i was looking at the the temperature in my truck and it's like 96 degrees and i have to get out and chase these antelope and it's dry and windy and whatever and then this morning I wake up at 5.30, and it's 55 degrees. So cold this morning. And my wife, when it cools off, my wife opens every window in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's something with, like, just, like, getting fresh air. You know, you've had the windows closed and air conditioning and, you know, whatever. She just wants fresh air. She doesn't okay. need the air conditioning, so that's what she does. So I got up, and I'm, like, getting into the, the bathroom, and, and, like, the bathroom window is open, and it's, like, cold in the bathroom. I hate that. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and anyway, I had this random thought that like, if, if you were if 70 years ago and this happened, like we did, you didn't have a weather app. Oh yeah. You weren't watching TV and you knew that this weather was coming. No. Like, how did you live? Well, you just called, you called your uncle Jeb and you asked him how his knee was feeling. <laughs> and then if you said it was kind of acting up, you knew a storm was coming. Yeah. Like, like I just thought like. Wow, I would be concerned if I was like a farmer or a rancher or whatever. I'm like, oh, winter's yeah. coming. We're having an early winter. Would, yeah, it, yeah. It, but I have a weather app. I know we don't. It's going <laughs> by this weekend. It's going to creep up in temperature again. But this week is going to be a cool week. Mm-hmm. I would change my entire projection for the next few months based off of what just happened last night to this morning. Whoa. It, it dropped 40 degrees. I mean, you'd be a failure as an old-timey farmer. And I was talking about this with my wife this weekend. It was a random um, thought that we had is like, how did people survive? Like, we're driving through this this harsh country 
and trying to hunt antelope and we have like a truck with air conditioning uh-huh. and like the high tech boots and camo and, and archery equipment. The people did that like long before there were trucks and air conditioning and they chased down antelope mm-hmm. miles and, and shot them with, with not high tech bows. Mm-mm. Oh yeah. And I need glasses. You ever thought about that? Uh huh. Like I wouldn't have survived. I would have made it to like the age of four. Yeah. Because I can't see. I literally can't see. Uh-huh. Okay. I went I went to the eye doctor last week and I love my my eye doctor. Um and he Dr. Hager, he um he took he had me take my contacts out and, and check my, my prescription again. It's it's the same. I love it when it's the same. Uh-huh. Not getting worse. Uh not getting worse. And and he said, uh, I'm gonna go get you another pair of contacts because you can't leave here without contacts. And I was like, Wait, what do you what do you mean? He's like, it's not safe for you. <laughs> you, you can't drive without contacts. You can't drive without contacts. I probably couldn't even realistically walk down the street very well. And so how am I going to hunt and gather? Oh, yeah. True. It, it wouldn't have happened, you know. Yeah, you'd have to be the farming, you know. And, and so I'm just, I, I guess farmer. out of all of this, I'm just thankful to be alive when I am. Yeah, it's good. I feel like we're alive at the right time, but who else, I mean, how else would we know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. This is what we got. Yeah, this is what we got. Uh, we kind of won the lottery there. Uh, and to say all of that while we're recording on on nice mics in this this beautiful building, um, I feel underdressed to be oh, here. Uh, right. I'm wearing a nice set of clothes. I'm wearing business cash. Yeah. You know, I'm okay. Yeah. yeah. You could invite me to your dinner party, and I would look fine. But in this building, I'm like, I don't know, man. I need to like. Get a tie on or something. Yeah, Maybe a tie a or jacket. a bow tie. Maybe a bow tie. We talked about bow ties. Yeah. yeah. I still, I mean, I got to start bringing those back. I think what happened is I gained some weight and my neck got bigger. Mm. And I can't button the top button of my shirt. Yep. See, see yep. what happens? And shame, so, shame, shame. So <laughs> it, it, part of the weight loss then is being able to, uh, the, the fitness is being able to put that those clothes back on. Not just the Marine Corps blues, but all of my regular clothes, which is like to be within... Um, you, we used to call them uniform regulations. I'd yeah. like to be back within my uniform, uniform regulations. regulations. Yeah, you had a little book that you had to read that told you where to put the ribbons and awards and yes, yes, and what the length of different things and how you tuck stuff in. And exactly right. I, I kind of miss those days. The only the only funny thing about those days, um, you know, because it is kind of it's very strict and structured. You know, you have to be just this height at this weight and this mm-hmm. waist size mm-hmm. and all that. The funny part about that, and uh, still makes me giggle, was uh, our and there's a lot of them in the Marine Corps uh, was bodybuilders. Mm-hmm. So they they would not fit uniform regulations like <laughs> right. <laughs> they t- and so there'd be these huge, huge guys with like maybe 3% body fat. I mean, if you're really searching for it yeah. and they'd be in danger of getting kicked out because they're too fat. Yeah. We, we had one of those guys in our unit, maybe more, but one that I was kind of close to and he was the, the example of physical fitness. Oh yeah. And these guys can also run the 10 miles without breaking a sweat right, and a hundred right, pull-ups in a right. row. And you're like, Oh God, that's an animal. And like once a month or once a quarter, you'd have to go in and they would do the tape on you and they, you know, do your body mass index, your BMI. And he was always one that was like stuck behind because they were trying to figure out his BMI because it, it wasn't made for that Hercules, yeah. right? It these, wasn't made for that. These people don't exist in real life. Yeah, yeah. And and I was always fine. I was just this skinny, barely over teenage kid. I could eat whatever I want and drink whatever I want and 
yeah, mm-hmm. and be fine. But he was he was an older, uh, younger than I am now, but he was older mm-hmm. and just time. just amazing physical shape. And yeah. it's, it's a weird world. <laughs> it just, out there. Yeah, it is a weird world. That doesn't make any sense. And so that's why I mean, you know, it's hard to it's hard to look at the news and and um, and, and and try to and try to just know that you know what's going on over in Afghanistan. You know. Because it's it's the topic of the day, and, mm-hmm. I, and I don't want to get too political. And the one thing I will say about it is I don't want to go on either way. You know, just let you know oh, this is what I think about it. But what I will say is, um, it, just know that you don't know what's going on. Right. Like, just the, the yes, yes, we're all human. Yes, I mean, be 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 horrified at these images that we see, but know that we're not getting the whole story. There's something else going on, and. That's just always the way it's been. You know, when I was in, um, I saw the news too. When I was actually in country and I thought to myself, oh, those are lies. And, you know, both sides do it. I'm not saying, you know, oh, only the right or only the left. I'm saying both sides are just trying to get you to click that button and, and read their sort of story so they can make money to feed their family. So it's, it's a tough one. But yeah, well, and it's, to... it's, it's tough when the media is based on advertising and they have to make a profit. Our media should yeah. all be nonprofits that, that don't make profit oh man if they're all non-profits that well yeah maybe i shouldn't go down that road but it's an interesting idea for sure right because yeah they're they're just trying to get you to click on something but i i follow mainly ex vets you know there's uh, on on instagram i follow a bunch of people from special forces that served a ton of time over there and they're all you know heartbroken yeah yeah. and not to be in the politics of it but but to break it down into the but yeah to to get it personal yeah into the vets how vets feel about it yeah is like you, you kind of get devastated. Yeah. So as a vet, I mean, we the, the reason we go over there is it is not for resources. It's not for no. the political reasons. You go over, you know, like I said, I joined uh, to for college money for uh, support for my family. Mm-hmm. So you end up the the reason you go over there is to support your buddies, yeah. your friends that you went to basic training with, that you've been training with, and then you you become better friends with them, and they they end up protecting you mm-hmm. you find out about their kids yeah yeah and and then you meet people that are in that live in that country and yeah you're like, oh these are real the people they're not the enemy you you realize that your buddies that you met and uh, that you're serving with i mean because the cool thing about the military is you get to meet people from all different backgrounds mm-hmm. every different state you know you might be from new york and you could be serving with someone from compton mm-hmm. or someone from the south that has nothing different color different religion than you and all of a sudden you find all these commonalities because you're right. fight, fighting on the same team. And right. what happens to us fighters when we go over to fight against these terrible enemies is we find out that they're the same as we are. They're, yep. they're the same from this, just a different background, mm-hmm. just a different, but they're, that's Tom and that's Bob and they both have kids and they want their kids to be happy. Yeah. And there's no, there's not a lot of differences and it makes it very conflicting. And then to hear a story like this, because we think, we're, I mean, we like to feel as veterans or active duty service members, we are going over there for the right reasons. Right. And when we say something to someone who lives in another country and they're worried about dealing with us, we like to think that we're telling them the truth when we say, hey, don't worry about it. We're here to, we're, we are here to help. We're here to help. We're from the government. We're here to help. Right. Which is um, the worst words you can hear. Yeah, I think Reagan said Reagan that. Reagan said that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and... <sighs> There's not a big conspiracy. When no, you, no. When yeah. you are an enlisted, even even lower level officers... The, the reason you're over there is to protect the civilian assets, yeah. to protect your buddies, 
and yeah. and you are you you it's ingrained in you and I, there's truth to it that if we didn't fight battles over there that we'd be fighting them here mm-hmm. there's a level of truth to that there's how a level soon of truth that would that, come sure. and you know like yeah we can go down the whole minutiae but that is why you're over there and what you truly believe mm-hmm. so as you're meeting civilians in a foreign country a third world foreign country mm-hmm. you're telling them the truth we're here to help we 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 want to to make things better and and every every member believes that yep and so then when you see on the news after 20 years i can't believe it's been that long we're pulling out of afghanistan uh-huh. and you see um you know the image of of the person falling off the the wing of the plane because he's trying to escape you know taliban who's going door to door to get sex trafficking victims and mm-hmm. you're just like what what happened yeah so and, and what was this 20 years and yeah. why did i lose this friend right because and, this is where it's at now right and, and so regardless of the political reasons or what you believe or if we did it right or if, if we shouldn't have or it, right. none of that matters no. when it breaks it down to the personal that there are there are real people that are suffering yeah i wish i wish those people weren't suffering yeah i wish there wasn't a reason why um our armed forces felt like they needed to go over there. I wish mm-hmm. that reason didn't exist. Mm-hmm. I wish they never, ever set foot in that country. Right. I wish they never had to make things safe and maybe keep keep evil at bay for 20 years or if that's what we were doing. And then when we left, the only thing that would happen is that evil would come back. I wish none of that was the case. Right. The only thing that I really makes me feel, um, feel bad is that there are real people, mm-hmm. real, real humans that, you know, if you did a 23andMe, you, you, sir, or madam, here in Great in Great Falls, Montana, might be related to someone over there. This might be your family. Who knows? Right, and so, and, and and that could be an argument that somebody has. We got to end the podcast soon. Our our storage space is running out. But yeah. it could be an argument that somebody has is like, why does America have to go over there? And it's because we're all humans. Yeah. And if we have the power and the infrastructure and the training mm-hmm. to protect innocent lives, you should. We should. Mm-hmm. And that, that goes for in your community as well. That's if you have the power, the knowledge, the know-how, and you're not doing it just for bragging rights, if you can help protect somebody, you should. Yeah. If you know of injustice, you should you should seek justice. Yeah, it's a tough one though, because it, certain, <laughs> certain people from certain backgrounds see certain activities as injustice right. that are not injustice. Yeah, and, it all, and, so. and none of us are judge and jury, right. and, and that's why we have the, the infrastructure that we do here is to, to put that in place. But So what yeah, we're asking you to do is you know improve yourself anytime mm-hmm. you can get after get after things that you need to be getting after because there's going to be a time in your life maybe when there's someone who needs your help and if you've got if you've been building yourself up you're going to be available to help as you should mm-hmm. as as we're all humans mm-hmm. trying to um, ride this blue rock together I mean, yeah. we're all in this together so um yeah, I mean, all politics aside, this this to round it back, I mean, bring bring us back around to getting after things. Mm-hmm. Um, get after yourself. Get after the things that are going to make you more available to help your fellow man. If you ever feel the need to, whether it is you want to be a contractor, you want to go overseas, you want to join the military. I, I applaud that. You want to get out of the military and you want to start your own business helping people overseas. I applaud that. Give us a call. We'll put you on the show. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We'll put you on the show. And that's a good way to round it out. We don't want to end on a, a somber note, but it is what's in the news right now. And I don't like avoiding things just because they can be political or anything. I think yeah. it's important that we all just uh, take a step back, uh, try to ignore the left or the right filter that things are, are put through. And there are people suffering. Yep. Uh, there are people that spent a lot of their lives 
destroyed marriages and lost friends that now don't know what that was for and are yeah. searching for meaning in, in what they just spent the last decade and several deployments and separation and loss and depression and all of that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and so I think uh, if you're a praying person, if you're a vibes person, if you're a thoughts person, if you're a share person, you know, do a little bit of that uh, and put those those vibes and prayers in their direction. Yeah. And hopefully, yeah, well, hopefully something can happen over there that, that isn't uh, rape and murder. Yikes. Yeah, exactly. Because so, no matter what side you're on, left or right, those are bad things. Those are bad things. We, we can all agree. We can all agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, kidnapping young women, uh, going door to door, randomly decapitating people. That's bad. We don't like that. Yep. So, um, But here in Great Falls, we don't have much or any of that. No, we've won um, the life lottery. We have so much to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, the I don't want to say good, but I mean something that's not so bad about these topics is it makes me realize and be so grateful for where I live. So grateful. You know, I didn't, I guess I chose this, but my mom brought me here when I was younger and I just kind of like this community now. And so I chose to stay, but now I'm looking around going, man, I'm lucky to be here. And what better way to celebrate that that luck and freedom that we have than to get after it. Uh, Go make some brownies. Join a gym. Try try a new gym. Go to a business for breakfast in your area. Take your wife hunting, for goodness sake. She's hot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, and yeah, we're, we're excited. We're thank, thank you for listening to podcast number. What did we decide? 18 podcast, 18. We're We're almost halfway to our goal of 50 getting up there. And our goal of 50 is merely just one goal on the way to a million. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get there. We're, we're coming for you, Joe Rogan. Yeah. You think you, you think you got all the podcasts in the world? Oh, no. No. You, you're, no. you're getting way too famous. Yeah. You can only do like one or two a day. Shoot. Shoot. We got all the time, baby. <laughs> and I think we're a little younger. So uh, <laughs> uh, watch out. The last podcast I listened to, he's 54. So we are younger. Yeah. That, and I'm going to get in shape, too. So I'll be even looking like I'm yep. younger than him. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're, we thank all of you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with a friend. Sharing is caring. Give us a rate and review on Apple, iTunes, podcast, whatever you want to call it. We are now on Stitcher. If you are listening on Stitcher. Check us out on Stitcher. Thank you. Thank you, Melanie, for suggesting us getting over there. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I've been Brian. I've been Joe. We'll see, see you next, next show. show. Just wait for it. <laughs> we didn't have the music ready. Are you still listening? Or did you turn it off? Just wait for it. Wait, here it comes. No one's gonna know. Oh wait, this is for you if you're still listening. A little bonus for you. <laughs> oh gosh. We're still going. Yeah, we're still going. We'll just see you next time. Ooh, welcome <laughs> to the thing. <laughs> we'll see you next time. See you next time.